Good evening, you fantastic and glorious degenerates of this floating rock that we call Earth. Welcome back to Off the Wire. I am your host, Noel Olin, aka the Cajun Libertarian, and I am so excited to have you here tonight. Let's go over a couple of the topics really quick. Woody Harrelson goes based on SNL, Saturday Night Live. Tucker Carlson gets 41,000 hours of 1-6 footage, and the Democrats just lose it. I am here for that. Male uh, trans that raped a baby and drowned a toddler gets put in women's prison with children. I mean, you can't make that up. Amazingly horrible. Okay. Now, I do have a very special guest to come on and talk about that last topic for just a few minutes. So hang out because this is going to be an absolutely packed and outstanding show here on Off the Wire coming up right now. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back to Off the Wire. I am your host, Noella Lynn. Uh, before we get started, please like, share, subscribe to my YouTube channel at The Cajun Libertarian. Follow me on my big Facebook page, The Cajun Libertarian, with over 30,000 followers. Follow me on Twitter with over 16,000 followers at The Cajun Liberate One so that I can keep you updated on everything that this uh, or that is going on with this brand that is growing exponentially beyond my wildest dreams. Uh, not that I had very many dreams to begin with because I never thought it would be where we're at today, which is pretty incredible. So um, I am floored, honestly. I got to tell you, and it's because of you guys. It's because of y'all that want to have this information pushed out and, and spread to the masses so that we can all receive and be informed on things greater than what we have going on in our own lives. With that being said, let's listen to a word from my friend and mentor, Spike Cohen. You're listening and watching to one of the fastest and large growing Liberty podcasts on the planet. The game plan of You Are the Power is pretty simple. We find people who are being harmed or abused or neglected or mistreated by their local governments. And uh, yeah, this is my life's work. Uh, we want to help people. This is something that has already began to affect real change. This isn't some distant, futuristic, utopic, or utopian <laughs> dream. It's already happening. It's making its courts. It's making waves right now as we speak. If you want to learn how to become an effective activist and then to do actual activism and actually help people now, not wait for, like you said, some distant utopian future where libertarians take over the world and leave everyone alone. If you want to do that now, that's what we're doing. This next year is going to be the year that people see what liberty actually looks like. Not what it sounds like, not what our philosophy is, but what it act, the actual results and ideas, the solutions behind what we do. So that's what I'm doing with You Are The Power. I would love for you to be a part of it. Youarethepower.net. We'd love for you to uh, become a member. And uh, yeah, this is my life's work. Absolutely. Youarethepower.net. It's right there on the screen. You are the power dot net sign up today so that you can get the latest updates on what spike cohen and you are the power dot net are doing and what they are doing are making massive waves now without further ado let's get into our first subject woody harrelson's saturday night live uh coronavirus monologue riles elites and elon musk calls it quote unquote based <laughs> this is a short segment but let's have some fun with it, right? Good news is good news, and it's something that we sorely and most desperately need in this arena today. Woody Harrelson's quote-unquote Saturday Night Live monologue garnered instant backlash and praise over commentary hinting at government's collusion with media and the medical industry to require the China virus shots. I'm paraphrasing that in my own wording because of etymological reasons, right? Quote, 
So the movie goes like this, end quote. 61-year-old Harrison, uh, Woody Harrelson begins, quote, the biggest drug cartels in the world get together to buy up all the media and the politicians and force all the people in the world to stay locked in their homes and people can only come out if they take the cartel's drugs and keep taking them over and over, end quote. Harrelson set up the bit by joking about a script he was reading in 2019 in Central Park while smoking cannabis. He concluded the joke with, quote, I threw the script away. I mean, who was going to believe that crazy idea? Yeah, who would? Being forced to do drugs? I do that voluntarily every day, end quote. Twitter CEO Elon Musk was quick. I love how they label Elon Musk as the Twitter CEO, as if he's not a multi-billionaire that started multi like the modern day Tony Stark, but whatever, I digress, uh, was quick to add his thoughts as social media approached meltdown over Harrelson's routine. Quote, so based, nice work at NBCSNL, end quote, Musk tweeted. Look, I love it. I love it. This is how we win the culture war. And this is a massive culture war. And you've got a massive player in the field. Just saying. This kind of stuff should not be overlooked. It is not minuscule. It is not momentary. These are big waves. And you know they're big waves because it outraged people. It outraged people. So good on Woody. Love it, my man. Keep it going. Uh, Let's check a couple of your comments here scientific libertarian says neat yes indeed dave davis other news outlets are asking the same footage given to tucker carlson yeah well they're probably not going to get it because obviously tucker is going to um and i'm going to get into that later this episode so let me let me stop right there patricia marie bunch of claps thank you Thank you, thank you, thank you. Lincoln Gaffney. Hi, Cajun Libertarian. Hello. Patricia, I'm the power. That's exactly correct. Exactly correct. Find Woody's 2011 documentary, Ethios. Ethio. This is very tiny on my screen. Yeah, Ethios, I believe. So check that out. Um, I'm going to stop right there because you, you guys are commenting faster than I can actually... Uh, begin to do this. So let's get into the next story report. And this is from the blaze from February 16th, 2023 report male transsexual who raped infant and confessed to drowning toddler put in women's prison containing a maternity unit and kids. Um, I have a special guest coming on here in a few minutes. As soon as I get done reading this article, I'm going to speed read it. I'm going to offer very little commentary, okay? And and we're going to talk to this person about it, and we want your feedback because here's my deal. My wife asked me, all right, and if if any of you have followed, followed the show in long form, my wife is a severe victim of pedophilia, all right? Grew up in a household destroyed with it so not only was it something that i was already uh, i want to word this correctly so i don't get banned uh, upset to put it mildly to put it mildly and so then i i get married to a wife who her and all of her sisters by the way my wife was a virgin when we got married when we got married intended um it hit home and it hit home. It hits home every day because it's a childhood psychological drama that will never leave. It never does. It's permanent in many facets and avenues of this course that we call life. Now let's read the blaze February 16th, 2023. 
A new report has revealed that a male child rapist who masquerades as a female is now being held in a woman's prison and contains a mother and child unit and houses infants. According to Reddick's report, Adam LeBucken, who now goes by Tara DeSouza, raped a three-month-old infant. A three-month... It never gets easier. A three-month-old infant in Quesno, British Columbia. The pedophile was 15 at the time of the 1997 crime, which left the infant so badly injured that he had to be flown 410 miles away to undergo reconstructive surgery. After raping the baby, LeBuncan mutilated himself and ate his own flesh, reported the Toronto Sun. Long before he would mutilate himself further in an attempt to pass as a woman, at the age of 17, the pedophile was declared Canada's youngest dangerous offender. Canada state media reported that during his subsequent trial, the court heard that Lebokin had apparently also drowned a three-year-old boy in Quesnel at the age of 11, but avoided charges because he was under the age of 12. Oh, all right. Continue on. Dr. Ian Posnikoff. And, and look, y'all, I apologize if I'm butchering these names. I probably am. I'm sure I am. Okay. But um, it doesn't matter. You can look it up. It, it, this isn't hard to find. Just go to the, the, the lead headline that I, reported male transsexual who raped infant and confessed to drowning toddler put in women's prison containing maternity unit and kids from the blaze february 16th of 2023 you ain't got to go to the blaze dude you can go everywhere and find this report at this point for those that wish to actually freaking report the news dr ian posnikovic uh posnikov told the court the child rapist quote said he was not planning a life of crime, but he felt he had no way to control a flood of him, flood of violent, murderous fantasies, end quote, adding that while in custody, quote, he would turn them against himself with this high level of self-mutilation, almost self-cannibalization, could be turned against other weaker individuals with possibly fatal consequences, end quote. That's from the person. That's from the dude, from the criminal, from the murderer. And rapist. Extra two, apparently, is that right? Yeah. Extra two, apparently having a taste for human flesh. The child rapist reportedly also prohibited him himself out to prostitutes. I'm sorry. Also prostituted himself out to fellow inmates, one of whom he married, stabbed himself, and threatened to kill a female guard. Despite his crimes, Lebokin was able to get a sex change surgery and double D-sized breast implants in prison at the taxpayer's expense. The Toronto Sun indicated that the implants alone, usually covered by Canadian provincial provincial, uh, and federal governments, quote-unquote, routinely cost as much as $10,000, end quote. After corrections, Canada indicated the federal government had not paid to cut off the child rapist genitals. Repeating, after Corrections, Canada indicated the federal government had not paid to cut off the child rapist genitals. So no government funding for castration for disgusting, evil, horrible human beings that rape children. But, you know, we can confirm their identity. That's equality, inclusion except for the brutally raped and murdered children, apparently. I gotta keep going here. Sorry. The Edmund Sun reported the provincial government of British Columbia likely picked up the tab. However, he was afforded an opportunity to relocate to a different kind of prison. The Fraser Valley Institution for Women in Abbotsford, British Columbia. This facility has a mother-child program and a small pro- a small playground for toddlers and other prospective victims. 
FBI is one of five federal institutions that permit infants and children up to the age of seven to live the, with their criminal mothers. I'm not against that. I actually like that. Quote, if you speak up or say anything, you're called transphobic or a TERF. For those of you that don't know what TERF is, it's an acronym, Trans Exclusionary Radical Feminist. Or what you would say is, quote unquote, hate speech, Mason told the Toronto Sun. Quote, women are being sacrificed on the altar of political correctness. We're being erased. Everything we fought for is being taken away, end quote. This problem is hardly limited to Canada. New York Democrats reintroduced legislation last month that would enable male transsexuals, including sex offenders, including sex offenders, to be jailed with real women, even if they still have their male genitalia intact. I don't understand why even that last part is applicable, but there it is. Now, Joining me online to talk about this and more is Sarah Higdon, a Higdon, a massive winner in this culture battle. Uh, Sarah, how are you? Thank you for joining the program. I am good. Um, thanks for having me. Obviously not a good topic to talk about, but um, yeah, I'm glad to be here and talking about uh, talking about stuff with you. I tell you what, though, that um, that article, that story it really makes me re like people like that make me rethink my my opposition to the death penalty um because it's it's insane me too very much so um i, I struggle and, and spike himself a good friend of mine and has been a mentor throughout this entire process for me i was very fortunate he even admitted and was being transparent about how he struggles with um with the death penalty when it comes to extreme child abusers. And yeah. I want to desperately stay principled, right? And say, you know what? As much as a story like this infuriates me and I want the absolute worst for this person, I still want to, I still have the internal struggle of the state gets way more things wrong than they do right. And yep. so it hurts my soul to even fight against this. And, and surely I can't be the only one. No, but, but this go, actually goes into what I think about a lot of these issues anyway. So, I mean, when it comes to prisons, this is something we're seeing all over the world. Like you, like you mentioned, it's like California, um, England. Actually, I think England might have just reversed course like within the last couple of days. But yep. they're putting so many males into female prisons and I mean, we, we don't have to do that. There's, there's simple solutions. We have, you know, LGBT wards of prisons. Hey. <laughs> uh, we have LG, we can have LGBT wards of prisons, but I've always said, even with LGBT wards of prisons, if you rape or murder somebody, honestly, you can go in the men's prison. I, I think that's punish. That's, that's, that's a great punishment. Like if even, I don't care, like go into the men's prison. If you're raping somebody, we can take severity of crime into effect in those situations. I mean, living out your days in a men's prison as a transsexual sounds pretty awful. <laughs> you know, I've never, um, I've never ran across that aspect, but mm, that, that might be, that might be the way we solve some of this without, uh, cause here's the thing I've gotten a lot of blowback on. Uh, I've gotten a little bit of blowback on prison justice, right? Yeah. I, I'm not against it, okay? If you're somebody like this who has themselves admitted to doing these things on multiple occasions, admitting to be a violent person, yeah, okay, What you, you said you did it? Go. Go because and let them handle you because it's going to yeah. be far worse than the justice system could ever do. Yeah. And what happens is a lot of times um, what we're seeing, at least in the UK, is that like 90 percent of these people that identify as trans in prison, once they get released, they end up um, they end up going back and living as their biological sex. And so wow. it's just proof that I can't say. Apparently, I found this out. You can't actually say that what I was going to say on um, 
on YouTube, so I won't say yeah. it, but uh, <laughs> I found that out. So, um, yeah, that was, we were talking, we actually talked about this a little bit last week or a week and a half ago when I was on TimCast on the after show because we couldn't talk about it on the actual show. Wow. Okay. So, um, a little side tidbit for y'all. Sarah was just on TimCast. I asked her to come on prior to my knowledge of Sarah yeah. being on TimCast. I had no idea. I just, uh, I, I, I've been stacking these elements of uh, what I wanted to do in this culture war fight. And Sarah's a major, major fighter. Not just that, though, stacking wins. And then you were also just on uh, Kibby for Liberty, Matt Kibby, who I've had on this show multiple times. Uh, didn't yep. know that either. But let's talk well, about this. Yeah, I want to. So I want to talk so about I, the uh, wins that you're stacking. Oh yeah. So well, the Kibby on Liberty episode hasn't aired yet. Um, so I was yeah, I was in D. So I filmed Timcast, um, and then I was in DC for the rest of the weekend. Um, so when I was in there, I was there, I was hanging out with Matt and Terry and we filmed an episode for, for their show Sunday, went and spoke at the anti-war rally. I, I met Ron Paul, which was one of the most amazing things I could say. Um, I took a picture, it's posted on my uh, Twitter account, but then, yeah. So then we've got some bills here in Georgia where I live, um, to end, um, multiple bills, but. Um, on Monday, I was at the Capitol to speak on a bill that would end, um, you know, the medicalization of, you know, gender dysphoric children um, here in Georgia. So it's we're, it, it passed committee. Um, and so now we're waiting for it to go to the floor and we're going to we're going to work on it so I can actually speak on it this time um, on the floor. But so what we're looking at doing passing passing bills and, and you know, protecting children. That that's excellent. When is that supposed to occur, and how can we help you? And also, I'm not. The other, I'm not sure uh, when it's. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say I'm. I'm not sure when it's gonna occur. Um, I'm actually gonna be down at the Capitol tomorrow to uh, meet with some people, have some meetings tomorrow, and then um, we'll hopefully figure that out uh, in the short term. And that's that's specific to Georgia, correctly. Yeah, that's that's a Georgia bill. Uh, but I mean, I have other bills um, I'm working on in other states. So I'm working with some other organizations. Um, I'm not actually working on the bills, but we're working on times for me to go testify um, in favor of these bills that they're writing, uh, one in Wisconsin. And I haven't heard about the other one yet, so I don't want to announce anything too much. But hopefully I'll be oh, up. Yeah. In, I was just up in Wisconsin Two weeks ago, I was speaking at an event um, with Chloe Cole and Jamie. Oh, actually, Jamie didn't, wasn't able to make it to the event, um, unfortunately. But Chloe Cole was up there, and we just had a great event there. And that's kind of what I've been doing lately is, you know, traveling around, speaking on um, trans issues, trying to, you know, I'm a member or I'm a, yeah, a contributor to Gays Against Groomers. So trying to work with them and trying to just protect, you know, children so they're not being uh, medicalized, you know, medical, medicalizing children. One of the biggest things obviously is preventing, you know, them from having surgeries as minors. I don't think right. any minor should have life altering elective surgery. Right. Uh, okay. So, um, that, that, I love that you brought that up because I just had Chloe Cole on the show in December and she was one of my biggest, or if not the biggest podcast, almost 10,000 views. Um, yeah. that I've ever had. And so, um, it, but it's not just about the part of stacking these small wins that I want you to cover for us. It, it's more about the overarching substantive nature of how much ground we're gaining in this fight for protecting children. And you are yeah. somebody who's making massive strides in that arena. And so I, I, we, we need to know, the audience needs to know, I need to know how we can help, where your next endeavors are. What we what do we need to do, Sarah? Yeah, I mean, just support. Uh, support us. Follow us everywhere online. Um, if you can support financially, obviously do that. Um, but the thing is, is, uh, you know, 
get in touch with your legislators wherever you're finding bills um get in touch with your legislators there's great organizations like um no left turn education moms for liberty uh gays against groomers gen spec um i can i mean there's a number of them and if actually if you go on the gays against groomers website you'll find all these different resources and in, in different areas we can help and we're starting to put together a list of bills across the country that uh we're supporting and 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 that are going forward and we're seeing yeah strides all over the country where you know these bills are passing left and right um it's hard to keep track of every day that seems like a new bill has has either passed or it's moved out of committee or or we're getting ready to um it's it's yeah they're, they're getting ready to um and yeah oh yeah mom army is another organization and and they're spreading awareness and then they're the ones i mean everybody's just kind of we're, we're doing a lot of stuff with you know, local school boards to try to keep queer theory out of schools. So the biggest thing is, yeah, run, I mean, and, and if you can run for your local school board um, and, and yeah, let your congressman and everybody know the bills that are in your states um, that can that you guys support, because that's the biggest thing is letting them know that their constituents actually support these bills. Amen. Now, I um, will say, I think it's it's really interesting, too, because this is one of the areas where I think libertarians um, in general, have issues with because we are talking legislation, right? And right. and we're talking government power. Um, but what I want to remind people, and I always like to tell people, like when we're talking, um, even if we were talking about like an anarchist society, you know, the community would still come together to protect children. And that's where I think right. we can all come together. And this is why I, you know, I'm fine with or I'm, I'm, I'm working to, with government to, you know, protect kids in these manners. Cause this is the system that we have right now. That's correct. I love that you just said that because that's one of my big deals, right? As somebody who's an anarchist at heart, but a libertarian and active nature, what we need to understand as a collective body in this group of people is that no matter what our idealistic dreams are, we have to work within the current system that we have, and yep. so this, this, this. Oh, I'm, I'm not gonna want a, an enforcement regime to intervene in the protection of children. Makes no sense. We can have that discussion later when we have minimized our government to the point, if possible, as to where we want it. But the the problem that we are facing head on right now, right in front of us is that we do have a government and we do have an institutional process into which it is fundamentally rooted itself in quote-unquote protection of the people. And so that's why I find what you're doing specifically, Sarah, and with mm -hmm. Gays Against Groomers, because I wanted to bring that up. I'm glad you did. I'd love to have Gays Against Groomers on the yeah. show. You're one element of that. I want to continue this fight. So long as this continues to have to be a fight, it's unimaginable to me that we're even having this discussion. Yet here we are. And so we yeah. need massive voices and fighters like you in this department, in this war, because my goodness, how can we? We're just literally trying to protect children. And yet I'm the one that's being called a transphobe. And I'm like, okay, take it in line. <laughs> <laughs> I get in line. I get called a transphobe as a trans person too. And it's, 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 it's comical at this point, but you're right. I mean, this is, this is the problem with when we actually talk about legislation though, too, is like places like California, you're never going to pass some of this legislation. So I actually posted on my Twitter account yesterday uh, because I, I, I think that legislation is important in these regards, um, but also like lawsuits, um, like Chloe's lawsuit just went forward as one of the first to go forward. And I think that you're going to see that 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 takes away the incentive uh, to perform these these procedures. So I think lawsuits are just as important. And that's where you can actually support a lot of like the detransitioners who are suing and, and like that, like when they have like GoFundMes and all that. That's how you can also support go support them individually in their in their fights um, as well. Uh, Partners for Ethical Care was at the event that I was at in Wisconsin, and they mentioned uh, Jeanette, who was one of the co-founders, she mentioned they have lawyers that are standing by um, 
to bring these suits forward. So it's just like getting getting them suits. Like they they don't have enough work right now, but they have them there in place. So like I said, I think lawsuits are going to be even more imperative than than legislation. But both are important. Yeah, very much so. Um, I've I've been a, a, an outspoken advocate of. <clears throat> excuse me. This is some. This is a, a topic that I fully believe. The vast majority of the country, they don't even know it exists, yeah. right? And so, we, uh, of course, there's elements of legislation that we need to attack and address. But I think the greatest fight that we have in this specific arena of gender ideology or gender, quote unquote, scare quotes, okay, uh, firming care because that's not what that is in my opinion i think that's a grotesque misconception misconceptualizing <laughs> uh description of it uh, sorry i did i just get worked up over this and and it yeah. just it frustrates frustrates me to no end i've got three kids i've got kids that i care about that aren't mine i just care about the innocence of kids and, and what we're doing is we're destroying their potential we're literally advocate when i say we i say that loosely obviously sarah and i are not advocating for that gays against yeah. groomers is advocating against that like sarah and i but this destruction of innocent childhood and who these people could be because you know in i'm sure you could testify this most of these children could would actually grow up to be maybe just gay or bi. That happens all the time yeah Yep. And actually the, the Lisa Lippman study in 2018, it used to be that we would not like th that study used to say that um, 80 percent of gender nonconforming kids would desist by the age of 16. And that used to be a bunk study because like it was anybody that was gender nonconforming. It wasn't just taking into account everybody that had gender dysphoria and who was being treated for gender dysphoria. But now they're telling any kid who has that's gender nonconforming that they're that they're trans and so that study is completely irrelevant because you're right like 90 percent will grow out of it by the age of you know 19 and all the world health organizations at least outside of the u.s are realizing that fact and reversing course yeah i completely agree let's um let, let's if you don't mind can we get to a few of the comments that i would love you to yeah. address and then I'll, i'm gonna let you go um Let's get to the first one, which is contentious. So, um, uh, completely, Janice is somebody. Oops, sorry, uh, there it goes. Yeah, comments are just flooding in. Janice, I love you. You're somebody that's absolutely amazing, but you're wrong. You're wrong, in my opinion, Sarah. I'd like you to address this as gays against groomers. Parenthetical yeah. gag is a far right anti LGBTQ organization known for protesting gender affirming care for minors in hospitals that provided what would you say to that well i'm not far right and i'm a, I'm a member um and it's it's interesting to call an organization full of lgbt people anti-lgbt it's kind of ironic um that's what i would say and, and yes we are protesting gender affirming care for minors because the um because it's not rooted in science it's rooted in pseudoscience that's actually harming children yes <laughs> I could not have said it better myself. Absolutely. I would have said it the exact same way. It's pseudoscience. Number one, it's a, it's a, it's gaslighting when it comes to etymological definition, uh, you know, definitive by its definitive nature, etymologically, uh, absolutely abhorrent yep. because it's not gender affirming care. If it were gender affirming care, then we, we tell these kids, that affirming their gender would be that you need to accept who you are and how you're born at this point in time. And as you get older, you can explore those differences once your brain develops. That's my yeah. stance. I'm not saying yeah. that Sarah's stance. Uh, yeah. The well, well, the key is to, I mean, yeah, we can, we can talk about like socially transitions and stuff like that, which is not a zero sum game as people would think it is. Um, but yes, when you get to be, I mean, adults can do with their body as they please, um, right. but kids can't consent to this stuff and parents are being manipulated. What gender affirming care does is actually 
it doesn't push back. And you're saying bills like anti, um, what are that, um, conversion therapy bills that would basically make it a, a crime to even question a child that says they're gender dysphoric. So it pushes a lot of children. And that's why the detransition rate is skyrocketing. Yep. 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 I mean, it's part of it's a social contagion. A part of it, it's a construct. A part of it is legitimate, but there's so many elements to the equation. Logic Rex, who is also a trans person, yep. says, as a libertarian, I just, I was just thinking about the legislation aspect. I'm glad she mentioned that. I'm always curious as to how far some conservatives want to go. I don't think yeah. Sarah's a conservative, but let's discuss it. No, I, and that's one of my concerns. Yeah, I'm, I'm a minarchist. So, um, but that's, Amen. that's one of the biggest concern concerns that I have. Uh, I mean, I can, it's, it's again, building these coalitions, it's the same as the anti-war rally, building coalitions and right. then stopping when we can. But my, one of my biggest concerns is as we start to see the pendulum swing backwards, because it is, it's moving on its way backwards right now. Yep. It's catching it at the bottom before it goes too far back the other way to where they are banning adults doing what they want with their bodies and stuff like that. That is my concerns. Um, and so right now, um, I think that's why it's important for somebody to me, like me to be in this fight is because yes. we can try to slow it down to show that adults can live their lives happily um, and, and slow it down. And we're not all of these crazy people. And so I actually helped slow it down. And um, Angela McCurdle, um, her um, super chat when I was on Timcast, actually, it, it said very much the same thing. It's like, I'm important. Yeah. She, she said that I was important to be, you know, stop the pendulum before it goes too far. Yeah, yeah, 100% agree. Logic's follow-up question. I already know the answer to this one. Uh, for example, Matt Walsh and Michael knows have floated the idea of state legislation against men wearing dresses in public. For some conservatives, it doesn't stop at the kids, like some of they say. And you're absolutely right. And yeah. it's, that's ridiculous. I completely reject I, the the hour grows stronger that I cannot stand. Matt Walsh. I'm trying to give him the chance, but I can't. Um, the dude is a joke, yep. in my opinion. He's made some good strides in this movement, but he's going way too far. This is just yeah. abhorrently laughable and disgusting. Yeah, and and that's part of it too. Is people like Matt Walsh? Yes, they. I mean, what is a woman was a a, a great documentary, in my opinion. Yeah, it, it it brought a lot to the table when it comes to this conversation. Um, but yes, a lot of people like Matt Walsh and them, they want a theocracy. I think a lot of what Matt Walsh does though, is for, he wants to be, he's kind of a shock jock too. He, he, he's, get, he's doing a lot of this for his audience, but there are a lot of social conservatives that want a theocracy and that's what we have yeah. to stop from happening. Um, and, and you know, that's why, um, when bills come up that are a little bit too far, we, we have to push back against those as just as much, just as much as we push hard for the other stuff. And that's one thing that, again, going back to the comment about gays against groomers, we've, you know, Jamie, the founder has consistently said, we don't care what happens and what adults do. We are strictly right. concerned about children. And, and again, to uh, say that we can't wear, you know, men can't wear skirts in public is it, it's kind of laughable. Just... <laughs> I, I think it's, I think that's a little bit of them trolling because they, do, sure. they like to do that too. Yeah but, yeah, but the problem is, is that the people eat it up. They believe yep. this. They control all they want. That is yeah. irrelevant when you get their little parrots running around freaking echoing the same type of garbage. That's where I have a problem with it. I'm yep. okay with you trolling. But the problem is when you have that many subscribers, when you have that many followers, they're going to run around echoing that same uh, um, rhetoric across the Internet. And then it works against the actual efforts that you and I, that Sarah and I and everyone else that are legitimately trying to walk through in this fight against gender, gender ideology, specifically against kids. It hurts us. It's damaging us. Am I wrong? No, you're right. Um, and actually, that's like the whole thing that the whole thing that made a lot of stir recently with uh, when Matt went against Dylan Mulvaney, everybody said it was a little bit too mean. And it's here's the thing is I understand that we all have kind of our, our roles when we when we when we fight the, these types right. of things. 
I personally think you win more people over with Honey. I think that Matt gave the trans rights activists on the left a huge opportunity now to say, see, we told you that they're hateful. We told you this stuff. We told you that they don't like you. So they'll point to somebody like they'll come to somebody like me and say, why do you, why 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 do you support somebody that wants you dead and all this stuff? Like that's that he gave them a huge win in my opinion. Like I've even somebody I've t I've had this conversation with Austin Peterson about pronouns because I'm like, do I think that you know do I respect a lot of these people? Maybe not, but it's not. I'm not even trying to change their minds. I'm trying to win people over, win hearts and minds over to our side. So if I, especially as a trans person, decide to not use somebody's you know preferred pronouns, that just shows that I mean that 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 people turn their ears off to that. But Austin at the other time, uh, you know, on the other side made a great point when he said, but if you're a communist and you don't believe in free speech and all this stuff, I'm going to get you wrapped up into a pronoun debate while we're over here passing legislation to, ch to change stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. So so there are different strategies, but I think just being cruel and mean is not even part of that strategy. Right. That That's uh, man. That's the first time I've heard that angle. That's the first yeah. time I've heard those details. That's absolutely excellent, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought that up. That's outstanding. I can't. I never rewatched my episodes uh, mm -hmm. because I just can't stand me personally. <laughs> like, no. Uh, if, I, if I keep what, if, look, I'm dead serious. If I keep watching me, I will quit the show. <laughs> like, literally, I'm like, no, you're the most awful person to be doing this whatsoever. You're terrible at this. Blah blah. blah. I will. I'm definitely going to rewatch this segment with you on here so that I can nitpick all of the, uh, the, 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 uh, the, the facts that you've given here and I can start just diving off into them. I cannot wait. That's excellent. Awesome. So <laughs> I don't, I, I don't want to keep you much longer. Um, doesn't look like there's really a whole lot more here. So, uh, we'll read this last one. Logic Rex again, Sarah, 100% just giving the TRAs the amount or I'm sorry, the ammo they need. It's almost as if, sh quote unquote, shooting yourself in the foot is a contest <laughs> for some concern. <laughs> that is actually right. live. That is right. Yeah, Logic Rex is, um, yeah, we follow each other on Twitter, so we know each other too. Nice. We've known each other for a little while, so it's good to see her yeah. here. Yeah, love Logic Rex. Love you. We've been following each other for quite a, quite a while. I've I've not been Twitter engaged like I'm supposed to be, uh, but since the Elon noise took off and all of a sudden my, I guess shadow bans were lifted. Same uh, my happened Twitter to me. Account, yeah, that's why my thing. Twitter account just blew up. It, it wasn't even. It was not even after Elon bought the company. It was literally at the moment that Elon said he was talking about buying it. Yeah, like, now you're right. Everything went buck wild after that. So, Absolutely. Sarah, I want you, uh, as we get off of here, can you please let us know what you have coming up, how we can support you? Because this is, in my mind, the greatest probably underground movement that's happening in this country. And I want this audience and myself to help. What do we do? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I have different events coming up here pretty soon. I'm going to be in. Uh, where is it? I'm going to be in Pennsylvania, Westchester, Pennsylvania here at the end of March. Um, I'll be kind of around doing stuff around the country. Um, the biggest thing to do, go to support me, just go to my website. You'll see, I have links to all of my social media on there. It's just sarahigdon.com. Um, I also nice. have a, um, a donor box built into the website so if you want to support financially that's always appreciated but just yeah share my videos find me on youtube sarah or youtube.com slash sarah higdon uh twitter is and instagram are both just sarah higdon with an underscore after it but yeah you can find all my articles you can find everything on my website though as well that's sarah or youtube at sarah yeah so sarah is just my regular website um youtube.com slash sarah higdon rumble.com slash sarah higdon and then just sarah higdon with an underscore is uh instagram and twitter outstanding so, yeah uh, look uh, when i say this i mean it because i don't bring people on that i don't care about i don't say things definitively that i don't care about 
I absolutely thank you so much for what you're doing. You are a absolute or an absolute warrior in this field. And I encourage everyone to please go support Hera and go uh, Sarah and go uh, follow gays against groomers as well. And yep. Sarah Hignan com, right? Yep. That's my website. Yes. Thank you. Thank you again for having me on. This was great. No, thank you so much. Sorry, I get wrapped. I'm so freaking passionate <laughs> about this. I get wrapped up in the end. I'm gonna butcher people's names. No, you're. Their website. <laughs> <laughs> that's totally my bad for not reaching out. But like, I always do this too. I don't know why I gapped it. I was just so excited to have you on. I'm like, what do we? Give me the website. I want to promote yeah. it. SarahHigdon.com. Follow her on all of her channels. Sarah, thank you so much for joining the program. I look thank forward you. to having you on again and expressing to everyone uh, the, the continued wins. The wins. Yeah. That's so freaking important. How many wins that you're stacking in this yep. fight to protect our children. Thank you so much. Please join me again and let's continue yeah. these wins. Yeah, anytime. Just let me know. Thank you, Sarah. You're amazing. Yep. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> Absolutely freaking incredible. I mean, this is, I'm the one, <laughs> I got to do way better at all this stuff. I'm still a noob, still a rookie, but I'm so passionate about people like Sarah who are stacking these wins every freaking day. And this is what the news and the media will not report on. This is why I'm going to continue to have these people on this show is because they're going to stack wins and you are not going to hear about it unless I have them on. One of the fastest and largest growing Liberty podcasts on the planet. This is why. This is why. Because people want to hear good news. You hear an article that's so horrifically terrible and then you have someone like sarah telling you yeah i hear that article i hate that article and i hate what's going on i'm a part of the community that's claiming to be doing this stuff and i'm telling you we're not for that and i'm giving you receipts as to where we're winning that's a fact And we're going to keep doing it. You know, I don't really care how many people unfollow me or unsubscribe from the channel. I don't. I'd rather lose every follower and every subscriber telling the truth to protect children and promote individual liberty. Period. All right. That being said, let's move on to our last story. Democrats in full panic mode after McCarthy gives Tucker Carlson access to 41,000 hours of January 6th protest footage. All right, so I did this on a uh, Liberty, I did a shorter version of this on a Liberty Lunch Break Hour, which will air from Monday on Monday through Friday at noon central on this channel. It's a pre-recorded episode. There are no more than five to ten minutes long, y'all. Check them out. I keep them lighthearted, or at least I try to. You know, there's times where it's just not possible, right? Sometimes I got to cover some heavy stuff. I just do. But they try to be fun. They try to be lighthearted. But every Monday through Friday, noon central, on this channel, YouTube, at The Cajun Libertarian, or at my main Facebook page, The Cajun Libertarian, I try to cover this, some, some of this stuff. But let's, uh, let's, let's read through the actual article this time because it is hilarious. Democrats in full panic mode after McCarthy gives Tucker Carlson access to 41,000 hours of January 6th footage. <laughs> well, why wouldn't they be upset? Let's be real. I'm not a Republican. Damn sure not a Democrat. Never voted for Trump, never will. But I love the truth. And that's what I care about. And I will always report it. And everyone knows, under the sound of my voice, everyone knows 
that whatever the media and the government is selling you when it comes to one six is manipulated at best or a flat out lie. Democratic lawmakers are apoplectic because House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, a Republican from California, provided over 41,000 hours of footage from the January 6th protests at the U.S. Capitol to Fox News host Tucker Carlson. I love it. I love it. I want to hear. Look, now, let me preface it with this, okay? Obviously, Tucker Carlson is going to put a conservative spin on it, right? But here's the thing about somebody like Tucker and some of these other outlets. They actually just, they'll actually give you the information. They may put their conservative spin on it, but what they're going to do is release all of it. And you will be able to make the decision for yourself instead of what the Gen 6 committee did, which with withhold 41,000 hours. Of camera footage. Do I need to say more? If they wanted you to know the truth, they would not have withheld all of this information. They would not have. They don't want you to know the truth. That's why they're outraged as to the fact that the largest, or to my knowledge, the largest TV program, news program, uh, last I checked in history, the Tucker Carlson show, or whatever it's called. That's why they're mad. Now, self-admittedly, I'll tell you, I've never watched one single show of Tucker Carlson. Never have I ever. But I've heard what's going on over there. And so I am glad that it's being released to him so that we can actually get some, at least a much more transparent transcript of what happened on January 6th. Uh, my bad, wrong one. Uh, I wanted to get this comment. I did not read it. Scientific libertarian. You could have just said, quote, Democrats in panic mode, end quote, and finished <laughs> Finish the article. <laughs> what is a given? <laughs> it's perfect, right? That's perfect. All right. Up until now, most of the footage made available to the American people by Congress was highly curated and framed by the January 6th House Select Committee, compromising seven Democrats and two Republicans who fell out of favor with American voters. But that's an understatement. My God, could you not you soften that up to the core? Fell out of favor with America. No, they got absolutely lambasted and destroyed in their elections. Oh, but okay. All right. This conservative outlet, by the way. Um, almost certain it's a blaze. Uh, I did not put it on here. My apologies for the source. I love to get the sources. That's my bad. Um I was really, really excited about that segment with Sarah Hignan. Um, so if you missed that, please go back and watch that. Absolutely amazing. I know that everyone watching live heard all that. But remember that this show casts the Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, basically anywhere you get your podcast. And so there's a lot of people, a lot of people that are going to be listening to this show later. And they might you know, tune in at this point right here. And they might not know that there was an absolutely amazing episode or segment within this episode with Sarah Higdon discussing protecting children from being mutilated. All right. All right. The Blaze previously... Yeah, okay, yeah, The Blaze. The Blaze previously reported that producers from Carlson's show came to the Capitol last week to pursue video content from multiple angles taking during the protests in 2021. Clips from the Carl, oh, I'm sorry, clips from the collected footage are expected to start airing on Fox News in the coming weeks. 
uh, Carlson had accused. My bad. Let me take that off of there. My fault. Had a comment displayed on the screen a little bit too long. My apologies. Uh, While Carlson and Republicans in Congress reckon transparency about a much discussed and politically weaponized event would be beneficial, Democrats aren't so sure. The Democrat from Mississippi, Benny Thompson, end quote. Oh, man. Former, former chairman of the January 6th committee said in a statement, quote, it is hard to overstate the potential security risks if this is if this material were to be used irresponsibly. Like what you did? Like what you did in your J6 committee? Good God. Logic Rex. When is it not an amazing episode? Uh, you are the best. I, 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 I love my consistent followers so much. Um, like Logic Rex. And I'll tell you that much to my surprise, I get comments like these all the time. I'm, 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 let me take a break from this article, okay? Because Patricia Marie, many hearts. I am stunned at how well this show it literally has done. Literally stunned. It's last I checked, which was a couple weeks ago, downloaded in over 33 countries. Um, according to Spotify. Again, according to Spotify, here are these. Over 25% shared podcast globally. Over 15% shared, or I'm sorry, uh, followed podcast globally. When is it not an amazing episode? Logic, every episode to me is not amazing. I to me, underperform every single time. And then every single time, the numbers tell me a different story. I don't know how I can convey to y'all how much I really mean what I just said. I, I, I don't. All I can tell you is that I'm humble. Because I don't deserve, in my opinion, I don't deserve to be here. And I don't deserve to have the 50 plus thousand followers online. I don't deserve to have a show that I barely started a year and a half ago to be downloaded in 33 different countries. I don't deserve to have one of the top podcasts in the world, according to Spotify, in which I'm still, I I fail every show, misspelled words, horrible transitions, all of it. I don't know. I don't. The only way I can explain it is that y'all see the love that Jesus has put inside of me. And I convey that much passion and love to people. That's it. That's it. That's the only, it's the only explanation. There is no other explanation. Because I personally cannot explain it. Now, a lot of people are going to hate that. They're going to be like, well, it ain't because of that. It's just you're talented or you're whatever excuse they want to present. The fact of the matter is, is that I was still the same person before I met Jesus. Uh, Still the same charismatic, same looking person, all that. The definitive change was Jesus. So take it for what it's worth. Let's go ahead and end the show because we're at an hour. Um, There's a lot of content in this article. But I think we ended well. 
So let's end with a quote. That quote being, when the January 6th Select Committee obtained access to U.S. Capitol Police video footage, it was treated with great sensitivity, given concerns about the security of lawmakers, staff, and the Capitol complex, Malve told Axios. Mulvey added, quote, access was limited to members and a small handful of investigators and senior staff, and the public use of any footage was coordinated in advance with Capitol Police. It's hard to overstate the potential security risks if this material were used irresponsibly, end quote. In response to Mulvey's suggestion itself echoing themes and other January 6th Democrats' reactions, a McCarthy spokesman said, quote, unlike the previous Democrat majority, the House Republicans will treat the issue of the security of the Capitol separate from partisan political interests, end quote. Tucker Carlson noted on his show, this week, that some of the footage he has already glimpsed, quote, in some ways, end quote, contradicts the narrative package by the 1-6 committee. I'd say that was an understatement, Tucker. I'd say that was an understatement. We cover a lot on this show. I desperately want to cover good news. You know what the problem with that is? Good news doesn't sell. It doesn't. What sells? Fear porn. Sex porn. Chaos porn. You know what I'm not going to do? Sell any of that. And that may be why that even though I have one of the most popular fast and uprising shows on the planet has continued to have a immediate ceiling as soon as I hit a new record audience. You know what I'm not going to do? Care about that. I'm going to continue to give you good news. And I'm going to let you decide if it's something that should be spread around the internet. Because ultimately, you, not me, not me, There's some great podcasters out there that will never see the light of day. And they've never even scratched this. They've been doing it for five, ten years, and they haven't even scratched the surface of what we have done on this show. You're the answer. (laughs) That's a great. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a great. Uh. That's a great plug. Wow. Didn't expect that coming. You are the power. It's you. It's you. You Please do not underestimate your ability to make a massive difference in society within this space. The, the entirety of society in the globe right now is internet efficiency. Independency. It's you. I could be the greatest podcaster in the world with the highest IQ and the best spread and reach that the world's ever seen. It means nothing. It means nothing without you. You are the 
power. And man, did I not expect to go into that monologue at the end. But my God, does it matter? It matters because it's true. And truth is what we're advocating for. Because truth breeds every equation. Truth breeds every resolution to every equation that you could imagine. And that's what we fight here on Off the Wire, the Cajun Libertarian brand. I love you very much. Please like, subscribe to my channel, YouTube at the Cajun Libertarian. Follow me on at the Cajun Libert one and on Facebook, the Cajun Libertarian. Please watch my shows. I, I rarely ask anyone for money because I can't stand it because everyone's tight. I do have some equipment coming in to make the show better. So if you do want to donate to the show, then cash at me. I will, uh, I'll give you that information privately. I might start doing it a little bit publicly because I hate it. But the best and most important thing you can do is like it, share it, and subscribe to the channel. The more you share, the more people subscribe. And these messages must be pushed out at all cost. And you, you are the power. So go check out youarethepower.net. Great way to end the show. Great way to end the show. Was not expecting that transition. And yet here we are. I love you very much. I'll see you Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at noon central for these very short five to ten minute segments that I air. Liberty lunch, uh, Liberty lunch break from off the wire. The topic du jour, five to ten minutes long, very short, usually lighthearted and fun. And then, of course, every Monday or I'm sorry, every Sunday and Wednesday at 6 Central for this show, the very popular and one of the fastest and larger growing Liberty podcasts on the planet off the wire. I am out.